covering everything in the Brainerd Lakes area. This is the Listen Local Podcast. Hey, everyone. Oh, that's, oh, go ahead. There you are. Oh, (laughs) welcome back, Isaiah. (laughs) Oh, funny. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Listen Local Podcast. I'm Isaiah Moingen, uh, joined as always by... Jacob Blazer. Hi, Jacob. And Colton Mayer. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's good to see you. Oh, it's great to see you. Great to be seen. Great to see you. This is great. How you doing, Isaiah? Wonderful. I'm That's doing good. I'm doing great. I'm peachy. Um, I did not shoot a deer the first weekend. Thanks for asking. How about you, Jacob? No, but actually... Uh, the guests will bring in in a little bit here. I took the picture out there and I sent it to both of you because one of them shot a deer and I said, look what I got. And we didn't so. believe you. Not for a <laughs> split second. I, instantly, before I could even open my phone, Isaiah said, that's wonderful. What caliber did you shoot that? <laughs> <laughs> it was just radio silence. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's about where my knowledge ended right there. Um, How's your sit, Colton? Um, my ass hurts. Okay. Other than that, it was peaceful. Congrats. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot. I I don't know how many hours we sat out there, but I I saw one doe that I I wanted to take a whack at, but it was just a little, wasn't out of range, but in the brush and just wasn't, wasn't worth it. So other than that, it was tough set. A lot of two, two long days of just peace and quiet. It was warm though. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I got a suntan. Yeah. (laughs) It looked it like our guy, Jonathan, or Jordan, you're a, I, I keep wanting to call him Jonathan, even though I've met him like three times now. Yeah. Um, Jordan got a couple this weekend, right? He definitely saw a lot. Of, something about guys that just spend their life in the woods, they always get to see the, the big the big animals. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he, he definitely saw a few a few nice ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know if he took any. Really? I don't know. I, I, I thought I saw a picture. Maybe not. You spend a lot more time on social media than no, I, I do. So, <laughs> well, I, I, on the other hand, I saw quite a few deer, but I was uh, waiting for a more mature buck, uh, yep. mainly because I'm sitting here going, okay, we have three weekends, and I'm not punching a clock anymore, you know, for somebody. But so you're not. No, no. Uh, I'm on my own that. time. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I can go out during the week or the next weekend or whatever. So I'm gonna wait. But big thing was is my wife shot her first year. So that's awesome. That was that was exciting. Cool. Um, yeah, it was great. Glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I think let's just um, let's do it. Should we do it? Should we let's do, do it? it? Let's, let's do this thing. I mean, it's a good segue into like deer hunting into the guys we're gonna introduce here right now. Um, the newest owners of the getaway. Out on Highway One, I'm sure many of you have passed it many times in your life. If you've gone from Pequot to Pillager or anywhere up that way, um, Joby Gorgas, Jeremiah Duval, nice to have you guys on. Oh, we're we're giving them the, the clapping. I think we should wait till the end for that. We don't know what it's going to be like. But yeah, Joby, starting with you, I joked earlier that uh, the deer that I saw hanging was my own. It was not. It was yours. Um, early Saturday morning or sometime Saturday morning, you shot that big ten pointer, right? Yeah, um, we've been scouting for the last you know month since we closed, just putting up cameras and seeing what's out there. Huge, you know, 520 acres out there, so there's a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had seen a couple deer <clears throat> during the day. Uh, we drove out there with you guys when we were flying the drones down the mm-hmm. trails, saw a nice buck. Uh, then we were sitting, having dinner, talking about marketing, and right. look out the window, and there's another nice buck. So we knew they were out there. Um, but got out Saturday morning, or Saturday morning sat, mm-hmm. uh, saw a couple deer, uh, saw a nice buck Saturday night, didn't get a sh- chance to shoot it, 
Uh, went back out Sunday morning, and uh, first thing, doe comes across, out walks mm-hmm. a buck right where we had seen it um, when we were doing the drone footage, and uh, made a good shot and got my first buck in 16 years. Wow. Nice. Wow. Congratulations. Well, yeah, I mean... I don't think Jacob's introduction did enough justice to give the listeners really an understanding of, of what the hell oh. we're talking about here. Oh, okay. I'm, um, I suck. Well, you said the new owners of the getaway. The getaway is your guys' getaway thing. is you, the formerly known as the property on County Road 1 that has a private golf course that everybody says, who the hell owns that thing? Yeah. Um, came on the market, what, six, seven months ago, six um, months ago? Yeah, about a year ago. A year ago? Yeah. You know, um, I was going to get there. I was hyping it up. I wanted people to <laughs> no, hear about cool, the property. No, it's cool, but we're property. talking about them deer hunting out there. Like, yeah. That is, as, as somebody who likes to consider themselves uh, somebody who wants to sit in the woods, you drive by that place and you say, holy <laughs> I want to hunt out there, yep. right? Like, it just, you got the wetlands, you got the woods at the backside of the property. Everything just kind of flows together. Anybody who's dro- driven by that property knows it's a cool place to hunt, so... Okay. That kind of gives a context to, <laughs> you know, sitting there in your dining room and seeing giant deer walking by yes. uh, that are enticing to go out and hunt. Okay. It's a, a little different story. So the getaway is new. Yes. So we're here with the owners and creators. Yes. Right? Yeah. Of the getaway. Of the getaway. Yeah. So <laughs> back to my question. <laughs> and um, and we'll, I, I do really want to dive into everything here from the golf course to the Sherp rides and we'll get into what a Sherp is here in a minute. But first, like back to just going down those trails and, and, ma- and maintaining 520 acres of property. Have you guys even touched the surface of 520 acres yet? Um, no, we haven't. Uh, <laughs> we're, we had about 22 miles of groomed eight foot wide trails out there. We've probably mapped roughly 12 to 15 miles. Um, so no, we haven't. Yeah, but Jacob is actually a pretty good shot. He did shoot the Desert Eagle the other day. Thanks, Jerry. Wrapped off around, so he could have killed that deer. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm told that's a good thing he's wearing a ball cap because he would have had a black eye. But he didn't did ping around off his uh, off the casing off his yeah. glasses. So. Oh, it was. I don't remember that part. I sort of went home with a ringing. <laughs> it's all part of the experience, right? Yeah. No. I. I yeah. That that was pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, you can hunt out there. We, we mentioned the golf course. You can, you know, you guys are going to have places you can have, um, a group out there to shoot some guns, test guns out, you know, I mean, paintball down the road, maybe, um, the trails for ATV, you guys just got e-bikes. I mean, I'm forgetting a lot already. Um, but I think the the thing you guys have been promoting a lot right off the bat and something people need to see are these Sherps and um, the tours you guys are going to be able to explore some of these trails with. Maybe, Jer, we'll start with you, and then, Joby, we'll, we'll dive into everything, you know, in regards to a lot of the other things with you. But, Jer, the Sherp, I know, has been near and dear to your heart over the last... Yeah, the Sherps, a uh, good time. <laughs> they come out of Ukraine. Um, they're a all-wheel drive um, amphibious vehicle, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know what it is. Otherwise, you can just search... Sherp. Sherps, and <laughs> you'll get lots of videos to watch. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we've started creating uh, kind of a little playground area, some uh, mud kind of trails through Just lowlands. They're kind of, yeah. you know. <laughs> I think the craziest thing about those things are, like, the size of them. It is a, It does feel like a military vehicle. Um, you're, you're, I mean, you can turn 90 degrees almost, right, in those things? Yeah, um, like a zero turn. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. It's unbelievable, and I mean, you saw my reaction out there, and now 
I was out there You're for kind of like a little schoolgirl when I you am. see something new. Well, so. I, everybody's going to be like a little schoolgirl when they're in these things for the first <laughs> time. I promise. Well, I remember the first time I ever saw some of one of those in this area. I think it was St. Patrick's Day last year or something. All of a sudden, I see these videos piling up from on Snapchat where because there's ice on the lake, and then <laughs> there's videos of this shirt going off of 16 down onto the ice and then like breaking through into the water and then you see the water spitting up into the air and then crawling back up under the ice so was that was that I wonder who that could have been yeah that would have been me <laughs> <laughs> we're like what you know, the hell is I had, this i had heard rumors that you had bought one and everybody's like you'd hear people around town talking about what isaiah is saying and it's like that sounds like that sounds like him. Yeah, yeah all right. That's probably him. Right when I the first <laughs> okay, time I heard him, him. Yep. yeah, they're like, "Oh yeah, it was Jeremiah Duval," and I'm like, ha, "That makes sense." <laughs> um, yeah, Sam and I actually saw you guys. You must have just wanted some lunch at Lucky's and decided to take the shirt up one day. Yeah, I was out just kind of scouting around. It was winter time, so looking for some backcountry fish spots where other people can't get too crazy. And I think a little. I think snack. we should get. Jared. Drove the luckies? I drove it. It was on the trailer. I think yeah. we should get these guys in the Sherp and we should get Wally Dan and his snow bear and we have a drag race. Okay. Down. Okay. <laughs> but it's more like an obstacle course too. So yeah, okay. see, it has to be. Okay. Yeah, for the Sherp to to really show off, you know, they've been creating this obstacle course out there too, which is pretty unreal. Um, um, why don't you guys give us your like macro level vision? Why this property? What was the what was the vision when you bought it? And is that vision still the same? Have you adapted go, a little? I'll go really fast. I mean, for me, it was always getting people kind of out into, like, nature, seeing what northern Minnesota is, not just the lakes. I mean, we have a ton to offer in the area. Woods, you know, activities. You know, there's, I don't know, there's a huge drought of this area, and it's a huge, it's an awesome place. I don't care if it's in the summertime fall spring it's uh it's a great time and i just want people not in front of a tv all day long outside enjoying enjoying the area well it really started off when you decided to buy a sherp and then about 24 hours later you decided to buy another sherp so that was the so smile on your face yeah. right now is just classic like yeah i did With the first day we were out there and I'm like, oh. say this part the first day we're out there he's telling me the story about the sherp and he's like yeah they're you know, X amount of money. They're down in Croatia, but a lot of them. Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. The biggest dealership yeah. is in northern Minnesota. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, Sherp USA. Okay. It's um, just uh, south, of Bemidji, south of Bemidji. Okay. Um, northern Atasca. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you're like, I don't know if I want to do that, spend the money on it. And so I bought two. Well, <laughs> if I was going to buy one, I couldn't buy it just for myself to hang out in. I needed to make money with it. So <laughs> I was like, if I'm going to take people out for a ride, I need to have like a rescue vehicle just in case I break down. Gotcha. <laughs> well, that, that, that's the thing. The only way you're getting out to one of them is with another. Yeah. Uh, because of yeah. the places I mean, that you can go. I mean, that's just smart business sense. I mean, you don't want to get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who are you going to call? I don't mind if I get stuck out there, but I'd like to pick up the customers and bring them back that, and then I'll work on the thing. Exactly. <laughs> Makes sense now. So, yeah, it started with, it started with two Sherps and, Jeremiah and I have been friends, uh, I don't know, since middle level. Mm -hmm. Like, we've known each other a very long time, been best friends a long time, um, and always wanted to do something together for business. Uh, it, it hasn't worked out mm -hmm. until now. Jared just came back after being out of the state for 11 years, um, doing all kinds of different stuff. But he came back, and he, he bought those shirts, and he's like, let's start a business. And I said, heck yeah, let's do it. And so... He's like, well, we got these Sherps. We can do. We can offer, you know, backcountry um, adventures, fishing, hunting. You know, we can go out and go places that people can't get to. And I was like, that's awesome. 
what about the rest of the people? You know, not everybody's going to want to go out and do something like that. I mean, there's a select few, and we'll definitely cater to that. But it's like, well, let's find some land where we can just take people on rides because it just puts a smile on your face to hop mm. in one of these things. Oh, God, yeah. To see what they're capable of from inside the vehicle and then even <laughs> watching it from outside the vehicle like right. we did the other day. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So we started looking for land, and, uh, yeah, that's what – led us to this property i hadn't i i live in jenkins i work in pillager i've driven by that place for 14 years um <laughs> always wanted to see what it looked like yeah. never dreamed that i would be a part owner <laughs> and uh yeah well you probably did yeah, yeah. Never, it, was a, it was it was a dream right? it was like, a fantasy yeah. right but yeah he's like we're gonna get a showing at this place and i'm like how are you going to do that? <laughs> and I should probably let him jump in on this. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty nuts. Just just to, for us to get to go into that place and get a showing yeah. was uh, a stretch. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joe, what was that like when you reached out to them and were like, all right, I, I'm sort of interested in this place? So they obviously wanted proof of funds. Um, <laughs> I didn't have $5 million to bank account, <laughs> so I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm from Pequot, I'm from, I'm from Pequot Lakes, Labor High, and, um, that's what we do. 60% of the time, it works every time. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> but it turned out good for them in the long run. It did. We weren't just, we weren't just some tire kickers down yeah. at the Pine River lot. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, man. All right. This just made it. I didn't know that side of this. That, that, this just makes everything better. So we got that showing and got to go and walk through this place. And it was amazing. I mean, we walked through and... There's a pool, there's a hot tub, you know, there's the designated trout stream running through there. There's a private golf course um, and all the outbuildings and everything is done to a T. This guy didn't skip a single step in building this place. And um, we just, it was so cool to walk through it and we got done and, you know, thank the realtors for their time. And Jared looks at me, he's like, we're going to buy this place. And I was like, you got to be out of your effing mind. <laughs> it's like, we barely got in here to see it, and that was only uh, under false pretenses. So, yeah. Um, but he had me convinced. I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's figure it out. <laughs> so that began our journey of jumping through many hoops. Yeah, that's a – you know what? When you look back in, like, 10 years and, and look back at your success story and it's starting with that, that's going to be – that's going to be – that's like a movie right there. That's a story in itself. Well, he, he looked at me, too. He's, like, trying to go out and get this property uh, – in failing, I'll feel much better about than not trying at all. Mm -hmm. And he said, this is too good of an opportunity to pass up. And yeah, he didn't really have to talk me into it. I was, I was on board from the start. Right. And in the long run, I mean, you did prove that you can do it anyway, you know, so uh, it, it all worked out. Yeah. I think that's a powerful thing. We've talked about it before on shows as an entrepreneur, business owner, um, you know, that, that fear of somebody else beating you to the punch or doing something that you thought was a good idea. That's one of the biggest motivators that we see like in our lives. And clearly you guys resonate with that too, is just like, I know this is a good thing. We need to be the people that try it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. I'm happy for you guys. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a cool opportunity. And mm -hmm. I think the vision that you guys have is, is awesome. Now we just have to prove it. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a good idea. Now we just have to prove it. Make so. it till you make it. Now you we'll, got to make yeah, it. We'll start doing that. <laughs> yeah, literally. And, I mean, we will, like the other aspect of the business, um, we'll rent the property out so yep. people can rent the property fully for themselves to have a private, you know, 
house, pool, um, hot tub, and then guest house yep. all to themselves. Yep, and I think that's going to be huge. So are we saying anything? I could get married out there, or I could just have a family getaway, or if I just single guy want to go out there and, and you know stare at some deer for the weekend, I could do that too. Absolutely. Um, you know, we walked through a couple different times with the realtors, and uh, we, we I got to say, we, we had incredible support from people in the community that really helped us close that deal. The the yeah, realtors. the bank and the realtors, they were they were fantastic. Um and they instilled a lot of confidence in us and said, you know, you you've really got something special here. This mm-hmm. this guy built it as a private, you know, residence that he uses one, two, three times a year. Um but there was there's so many opportunities out there. Um wedding venue, like it's the most beautiful mm-hmm. setting. Um mm-hmm. and it's private. Like mm-hmm. you're not you're not you're not getting married, you know, somewhere that's local or somewhere somewhere that's public and You've got a bunch of strangers looking at you at you know right. a local resort, or um, or you're <laughs> getting married next to the golf course, and then while you're saying your vows, somebody's yelling four or yeah. another f okay. or, or another f word, <laughs> so another four letter f word. <laughs> this happened at Isaiah's yeah, wedding. This was I got married in May. Okay, and that happened. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, we were <laughs> sorry to we hear that. In, we were in Cross Lake, and what is it? It's white. Yeah, white, the Whitefish. Whitefish Lodge. Yeah. And then Crosswoods Golf Course is right in the back. I think we already told yeah. this story on there, but it's fine. Yeah, um, it's funny. So he's getting married in the backyard there at the at the hotel, mm-hmm. and the golf course is right there, and his dad's officiating this thing, and he's starting, he's starting like, you know, the main part, like the juicy stuff. He's getting down and deep, and this guy hits, <laughs> ting, <laughs> Everybody has their laugh. The next guy tees off, hits, or car alarm goes. <laughs> yeah. Next guy comes up, f bomb. Yeah, they weren't a very good foursome. Whole foursome nobody hit the fairway. <laughs> Sounds like the golf like I do. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably you. We could have saved you a little bit of trouble out there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You could just rent the golf course. Any golfers golf want to get married on a golf course, we are going to offer the, offer that opportunity for sure. <laughs> I mean, right now, so right now, not to talk, you know, mainstream media, but we've got Yellowstone came out, and everybody's obsessed with Yellowstone right now. I can't think of a more Yellowstone type property. Right. There's not anything in this area that's more fitting for something like that. That's the big trend right now, right? Like living living on the range and seeing a simple life. You guys have that. And this is an opportunity for people to go out, rent that space and and see what that life is like. I mean, you don't have horses. It's not a dude ranch by any means, but um it's about as close as as Sounds we like a challenge. If somebody wants uh, horses, <laughs> we can get them brought down the road. Yep. Out there for you. Yep. You want horses? We'll get horses. That's <laughs> well, you do. But you do have the Pillsbury Forest. So if somebody wants to horseback and go out for a ride in the forest, it's there. Mm-hmm. You've got the golf course. You've got restaurants a little bit down the down the way. You've got the game farm. Somebody wants to go and, and you know hunt birds. And if you it's get a your ten minute drive. Right. And if if you get the certain package, majority of the packages you guys, if you stay there, do come with a chef, right? So you are gonna have, you know, that option to have your own personal chef. So you you could stay there for three, four, five straight days if you really wanted to. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, it, it really is endless. And I know you guys are in month number, like, just over a month, right? Yeah. So, and I mean, the ideas, even for the few times I've been out with you guys and your guys' ideas, and it's just mind-blowing, and it's so cool to be able to have that in this area 
and and it's cool seeing um especially both of you like trying new things maybe you hadn't done before and seeing the smiles on your faces like the e-bikes and stuff like that you said you rode these crazy i mean and they're not normal e-bikes these are fat tire they were like dirt bikes sam and i rode them the other day and you brought it out to your deer stand what i mean what what have some of the experiences been over these this month that you would have never guessed you would have tried in your lifetime well um that was definitely one of them. Just the support from other local businesses that are coming out mm-hmm. uh, has been awesome. And so we, through a mutual acquaintance, we got to meet a guy that uh, has a business renting out e-bikes. Um, he does a lot of fat tire e-bikes. Mm-hmm. He rents them out in, I think, Jackson. He's got okay. He's got so many out sitting out in Jackson so people can hop on them out there and rent mm-hmm. them. Um, and he's got some sitting at Grandview so they can rent them there. And he came out and said, hey, this is a great opportunity know let's work together uh we'll rent the e-bikes to your customers uh we'll do the maintenance we'll handle all that stuff and uh a great opportunity he's like well I'll, I'll come out and i'll just drop a couple off you guys can you know buzz around get used to them see what you think of them take them out you know go out to your deer stand um use them that way and so yeah i mean i took off every morning from the house to go out hunting and hopped on one of these e-bikes you know, fat tire e-bikes and it's, it's a good haul. It's probably three quarters of a mile from the house to the stand that I was sitting in. And it took me, you know, two minutes. I didn't even have to pedal. No, Like I just, I just hopped on and I hit the throttle. Okay. So I think every deer hunter who has to walk more than 20 feet has always thought like, how can I make this easier? Or you're, you're dragging a deer. How can I make this easier? So electric is always natural, like a golf cart, like having something to throw on the back bed and, and, and haul it out of here. But how much quieter is it, or is it is it at all quieter? Like, it's really quiet. Mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah, I and mean, it's you don't give off the scent when right, you're walking, right? right. Like the trail, you know, yeah. your, t- your tires aren't going to leave. Your tires aren't going to leave like the human scent, you know, crossing the trail. Which Joby can kind of attest to where the deer walked when he was getting ready to shoot it. Absolutely, yeah. So you, you walk in as a deer hunter and. You just hope they don't come across your, your trail. So, and yeah. you, you've done a good enough job to uh, mask your scent, you know, washing your stuff with a scent blocker and all that stuff. Yep. But cruising at 20 miles an hour across where the deer are going to cross, um, they don't you know, know you're there. They don't have a clue. Yeah. And so the, the deer that I actually got the opportunity to take walked right across the trail, uh, right where I crossed, except that I did so at 20 miles an hour. So he had no idea. Mm-hmm. So, so the bike just sits under a stand. And- yep. That's Sat awesome. on the stand and he did not carry the deer back with the bike. I was gonna say that would be the ultimate <laughs> machine to be able to hook it up behind you. He he didn't drop off the That's trailer the that they yeah. hook up, but they do that out in Colorado. Do they so, really? So this particular ge- oh, wow. gentleman, Justin, uh, do, you know, do you remember his business name? Uh, he was gonna drop off some business cards for us, but he takes it out elk hunting every year. Uh, he learned the hard way. He was on a the second day of a a hike out into the mountains he was five miles in and uh these guys came up on him and on e-bikes and they're like oh when'd you take off yeah we took off yesterday he's like how about you guys about an hour ago <laughs> this is day two into their hike up in the yeah. mountains and these guys haven't even pedaled yet you know they're just, yeah <clears throat> so that was how his business was yeah. born which yep. was brilliant Smart. Yeah. So he's hauling his elk out of the mountains. He's got like a two wheel dolly that hooks onto the back, or pretty much one wheel, I believe. Oh, yeah. One wheel. Yep. Crazy. Also out there is a 
full military ropes course, right? I mean, that was funny watching you guys that day. I mean, getting back in the shape, funny. shape of things there. Watching us die. Over yeah, there. I, I got. I, I don't know why I'm. I'm the one like making a joke. I didn't even try it. I was yeah, just flying a drone. Yeah, I was just flying a drone. Like, Haha, look at these guys over here. Jared's <laughs> over there climbing the rope for the third time yeah, with right. just his arms. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, and you guys are in, like, you have the option to put the full military gear on. So, for corporate retreats out there, that'll be a fun thing to do. Um, you know, like I said, that, the golfing, the, I'm sure, ATVs at some point, the e-bikes, and the shirt rides, and the list goes on and on and on. Is that sort of going to be your clientele? Are, are the corporate retreats, if, if not the weddings or the family reunions, is it going to be the, the company retreats? I would say it's going to be a small portion. Um, I think it's we're looking for that, but we also just want the bachelor parties, the bachelorette parties, the family vacations, the the everyday people to get out there and enjoy like an adventure resort. That's what we eventually want it to be to grow into is being a resort that's based on adventure and still space in between the units where where you still have that exclusivity where you're not just packed in. Right. You know, you still kind of maintain that connection to the nature um we will be doing some like treehouse rentals some glamping units some things like that coming up here shortly yeah that the glamping scene colton i'm sure as you've seen as well um has been something that's just been skyrocketing but tree houses like luxury tree houses that's pretty sweet as well yeah i think any any unique angle that you can take on the on the housing rental market on the vacation market it's it's going to be a commodity i mean right now i all of the the trends, you know, yes, you want your social media, you want it to be something presentable where people want to share it, but more so people are just seeking that like taste of adventure that in that nature. And, you know, they're willing to pay. It's camping, camping, in my opinion, at least from what I've seen is dead. Sucks. Yeah. And it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. No, it does suck. I, I like it's a lot of work. Sleeping on the like, ground sucks I, though. Yeah. But uh, but I want the experience of camping. I want to go out into the woods. I want to go see it. Right. But I don't want all the work. I don't want to. I don't want to take that five mile hike that this guy did out in Colorado. You know, to have to get that five miles and then throw up a tent. I want to walk the five miles and the tent's ready. Yeah. Or I'll ride the bike out in yeah. the woods <laughs> and that tent's ready. Right, and, yeah. and that's that's the opportunity that you guys have. So I yeah. I think it's a a unique and perfect angle for for what people demand right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the opportunity out there for corporate events, which I think would be super fun. Um, my background is in firearms. I've been mm-hmm. working for a firearm manufacturing company for the last 14 years. Um, you know, something unique that we can offer uh, groups. And it doesn't have to be corporate. It could be, you know, like a family reunion. Like, we want to offer stuff a la carte. Like, hey, if you want to come out and rent the property and just stay there, perfect. You got, you know, you'll have the house, the cottage, the the pool area, the hot tub, whatever you need. Uh but we'll be doing stuff out there on the rest of the property, like the Sherp tours or golfing and, uh, you know, down the road, it could be shooting sporting clays or or not sporting clays, but trap, um, doing some long range shooting. I mean, we have the ability to stretch out and shoot 1100 yards out there. Uh, I think there's two places in the, in the state that are public that you can shoot over a thousand yards. So, um, a lot of opportunity out there. I mean, the, the, the e-bikes, you know, Mm. we can, we can take out a group and, cruise the trails on e-bikes we can uh do a group out at the at the um yeah out at the ropes course and all oh, right um yeah there's 
There's just options out there that we're talking about shooting. And I, for however many years I've been driving, driving by this house and looking at the ropes course and there's a net under it, right? No, no. no. Is there a net around it? There's, there's a net, there's something out there that looks like a netted structure, right? There's a lot of cargo nets out there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've driven by it for years thinking that this guy was harvesting or raising um, pheasants to just, when he comes in on the weekend, he releases them and then you go out pheasant hunting. So naturally, I think your your partnership with Hunts Point is easy, but yeah. that would be a sweet angle if you've got pen-raised pheasants out there that throw out a dozen of them in the morning and, and you know go out and get a quick hike and, and a, a dozen birds. Or, yeah. or call Hunts Point and exactly. have them bring the birds we're, in. We're going we're gonna to look to partner with the local mm-hmm. local businesses that do that kind of stuff. Um, like like Jer mentioned, somebody said something about horses. We aren't going to have horses. Uh, we want to. Yeah, we don't want to take care of them. But we know people that have them, and that would cater to that. So we could do trail rides out there. That's not a problem. you know. But we'll look at supporting other local businesses alongside ours. I still think you guys get the reindeer people out there for Christmas. Get the reindeer. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, so winter, I'm excited to see what you guys look at this next year and see what, what all you've done. But I'm looking at winter, like, cross-country skiing. You could have public skiing nights out there once a week and, you know, mm-hmm. open it up and let people come out and pay 10 bucks to... To ride the trails, I mean, that's a, I don't, how many miles did you say? 22 miles? 22 miles, yep. I mean, that's a, that's a damn day of nonstop skiing. Yeah, Week so, for me. So we'll, <laughs> we'll try to, we're going to try to light a portion of them um, so we can do, like, where we can either pull some sort of sleigh through it, um, e-biking, uh, that type of thing in the lighted trails at night out there uh, for that experience. The other thing is the Snowway 1 uh, cuts across uh, the North 40. So snowmobile groups, that type of thing, we'd love to have snowmobile groups come out there and oh, either yeah. bring their own sleds or else we hope to have a few, a portion of like rental sleds out there where people can take our groom trail directly to Snowway 1 and tie into into <laughs> <laughs> into the trail system of Minnesota. Yeah. No. Well, and, and definitely want people out there on the trails snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. I mean, it's it's beautiful. The amount of wildlife out there is just phenomenal right. i mean i haven't i haven't gone out on the property and not seen deer or turkeys owls. or owls yeah, yeah I've, <laughs> I've come across a couple owls just this weekend scare the hell out of you yeah i was i was, I was riding the fat tire bike out on sunday morning and it, and it swooped off a branch and came down and flew right out in front of me and what you know silently down the trail as owls do it's just yeah that, it's awesome and and like you said just uh, you can be in that room looking out at the two football fields practically until you get to the ropes course and 12 point bucks out there or whatever, you know, and I mean, I'm sure that's a nightly thing for you guys. And I, I wanted to mention, we, we talk about all these sweet, uh, the ropes course, the golf courses, the trails, but just that yard as well. Like if you do have kids, you know, it's at least two football fields long. I feel like I've done nothing but mow for the last month. Yeah. <laughs> Between the yard and the golf course, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, I've uh, definitely spent my fair share of time on a mower. Well, there's close to like 50 acres of mowed grass. That's so crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so, there's so much land out there. So when you asked like what you thought that we would never do or yeah. that I would never do, I didn't really answer that portion. It would be mowing the golf course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
never thought that I was going to do You're now a part of the maintenance crew. Yeah. <laughs> he is the maintenance yeah, crew. Right. Not part yeah. of it. He I is am the, the maintenance, maintenance crew. crew. We yeah. need to figure out how to get uh, lawnmowers on the Sherps, maybe. Just Ooh, <laughs> like a belly mower? Drag, drag behind belly mower? That could work. Well, don't they, don't they have the uh, robot mowers? You know, we oh, can just, yeah. set up a, just set them <laughs> loose. We got a bunch of Roomba mowers out there and just let them go. I mean, yeah. I mean, they would have to run 24 hours a day, three, you know, seven days a week to mow all the lawn, but... Well, and that's your shooting course, too. So then just strap balloons to each one. And then <laughs> for the kids with the BB guns, they can run out there and just. So where, where did the name The Getaway come from? It seems like the, the perfect name, and it, it's the right name, and it feels right. But where, where did that come from? Yeah, I don't know. I guess it started as uh, Cicerone Adventures. And then um, we kind of we started with that, just um, that aspect of it. But then when well, we what the is property, Cicerone? Like, there's something behind Cicerone. So Cicerone, so Sherp. Obviously comes from like the guide Sherpa and then Cicerone is just another form of uh, like a guide to show tourists or onlookers like the, like the local area. So, so we start with that and then, um, which we still have that business, but, um, and then the getaway branched off from that to this which we just want people to be able to get away. They, yep. they want to leave the hustle and bustle, um, the city life, the fam, you know, the family life, the whatever kind of mm-hmm. life you want to just get away from for a little bit and get a break out into nature. That's what we kind of want. We yeah. just want people to feel like they can get away when they want to. Yeah, I love and it. And we would like to offer that. And it's the perfect spot for it. I mean, when you think of a getaway, that's what you think of, especially when you think of the north or a nature getaway, stuff like that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's perfect. Um, everyone in this room, actually, and Sam's over editing right now, by the way, we got to give Sam a what's up because he thought he was going to be part of this tonight and he worked really hard on the soundboard tonight. And then Isaiah ended up showing up. We didn't think he was going to be here. So. Alrighty then. Yes. <laughs> um, but everyone in this room graduated from Pequot. So how cool is it? You know, a couple Pequot boys from, I don't even know how many years ago it's been now, but. I did graduate. Yeah. <laughs> a couple. Okay. So a few people. College from, even, right? <laughs> I, I didn't graduate that, but I went. <laughs> oh my God. You guys have had some crazy like routes in your life as well. I know, Jerry, you were playing NFL Europe right out of school. I mean, not too long out yeah, of out school. Out of college. Yeah. Out of college. Yeah. And. Joby, you've been around and you've been engineer, is an engineer, right? For yep. Magnum. I mean, which I just found out the now owners of the Desert Eagle are in Pillager, Minnesota. I had no clue. Yeah. So Magnum Research has always been the uh, owner, designer of the Desert Eagle. And actually it was a Minnesota company. This guy out of Bemidji and a guy out of Fridley started the business back in the late 70s. Um they had a dream for a big pistol, mm-hmm. semi-automatic pistol, and they did the Desert Eagle. <clears throat> yeah, so it was made over in Israel. It was contracted out, and yeah. uh, they did kind of. They helped him with the design, and then mm-hmm. they did the original manufacturing over there. And actually, that's why I got hired. My my degree is mechanical engineering. I went over to NDSU and got lucky enough to get a job back here in my home area. Um, and my first job was to bring the manufacturing the Desert Eagle back uh, back into the U.S. That's pretty awesome. And so, yeah, uh, but yeah, we've been we've been doing that now. You know, I've been there for 14 years, mm-hmm. manufacturing the Desert Eagle um, locally. Yeah, Pillager, Minnesota. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty people crazy. Just, yeah. People just people don't understand like yeah. you know the one of the the most popular pistol in mm-hmm. 
the movie culture. Right. I don't know guns, as you guys can tell, but I've heard of the Desert Eagle because of that, because of games, and because of of video games. That's the only reason you Call of Duty. (laughs) Yeah, Call of Duty. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's pretty pretty unreal. So yeah, you went to North Dakota, went to school out there. Um, Jerry, you spent time, like I said, in Europe and and then Colorado. Um, How cool is it to just be like we're all sitting here right now, and for you guys to be at this part of your life where you're taking on this massive venture together. Yeah. I mean, everybody in this room pretty much has kind of stepped out and done kind of amazing things. I mean, you have blaze air, you have like, you know, this place we're in the building we're in, you know, you know, so, I mean, it's kind of, it's fun. And I mean, it's, it's good to see other people succeed and do well in their life along with, you know, many other people that we know from Pequot. Yeah. Well, and then know. coming back. Yeah, that's right. it. I think yeah. that speaks volumes to the community that we have and everybody's drive to like, if you if you could start your own business, you'd want to do it back in this area because everybody wants to come back. We graduate and you leave or whatever that is, and however long you're gone, everyone always thinks, how do how do I how do I come back? How do I come back to the area? And you guys are living that dream, being able to be back in this area and starting a business is just so surreal. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yep. I, yeah, I think I think it's such a powerful thing for people to see others succeed in doing something here locally because what we hear growing up, I don't care if you go to Pequot, you go to Brainerd, you go to Pine River, uh, we're all told like you got to get out. You got to you got to leave, you got to go see see bigger things and do bigger things. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it here. You can you can do everything here and you can get all that exposure here and you can you can have a probably a better business here mm-hmm. than you could elsewhere yep. because of the community that we have and because of how everybody works together and because you guys started a business and, and we're all sitting here saying, here's one, two, three, four, five people that you could call to partner with. Yep. And no, I don't need to do this myself. I'm just going to call this guy down the street who does it better Absolutely. and he's going to make a living and we're going to make a living and everybody's going to be happy. Mm-hmm. Where instead you go elsewhere and it's all me, 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 me. Right. This is a community, and I and I think everybody builds their business based on how can we help each other out. Yep. No, it is for. I mean, that says volumes because uh, another business that Stacy and I have. Right. Um, we had one in Colorado as well, and then we have one here. The one here is just hands down better because the community. You know, the Iron Waffle here compared to the Iron Waffle in Steamboat. Colorado is just a total different like animal because of the community. It's not because it's any different. It's because of the community and the people. Which the Iron Waffle has won best waffle in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, WCCO. Yeah, I mean, been on the news for good things. Been on the news for some not as good news. Things, so it's still good things. It's just controversial. Yeah, <laughs> but you look at you look at the Iron Waffle and you look at go to Brainerd. Look at how many chains we have in Brainerd. I'm not saying they're bad. Like Chipotle is oh, awesome, and I go to Chipotle a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe yeah. once a week. No, not day. <laughs> that'd be that'd be excessive. But you just said it. Your business from a mom and pop, like pull in, take your time, get your food, enjoy life a little bit, succeeds more than the other people. Like that's just that's just where we live and the way of life. And I, I think it's funny when you hear of like, there was a rumor going around a year and a half ago that Green Mill is going to come into town. And it's like, why, mm-hmm. why? How are the how are they going to live? How are they going to survive? Nobody wants Green Mill. <laughs> they could, it could be the exact same menu, put a different name on it, and everybody would be there. I'll have Green because, Mill and because Jer's, Jer's the owner of it, and and we like him, and we like to hang out with him. Yeah, because every, it's a it's a supportive community, yeah. and everybody's here to help each other out. So, who's uh, I got you on the spot now. 
Whose waffle recipe was it? Your family or Stacy's family? I mean, it's definitely just Stacy's and mine. <laughs> oh, it's you guys made it together, so it's yeah. newer. It's not like a family recipe. No. Oh, see, I so, thought it went back generations. Or no. So gotcha. we've changed it many times. Gotcha. We, uh, I knew it. <laughs> so, uh, so Stacy started with one. And okay. Then, or we, we worked on it. She started. She kind of like started with one. We opened, and then we went to Colorado the following year. So we were open for one year here, and then we opened the second one in Steamboat, Colorado. Yeah, almost exactly a year later and we had to change a bunch of things because the altitude messes okay. with like yeast and rising and all that stuff so we had Crazy. to recreate what? the recipe anyways so when we were messing with it all we found one that we that was working really well there so then we tried it and we kind of found one like in between that we could just keep it the same across the board um so it kind of evolved in, yep. in that aspect yep um, I think a lot of this goes back to why we're all here and the uniqueness of a place. You know, we you can see mi- big resorts all over. Um, a resort, a lot of times, is a resort. You know, each thing has its own cool feature. But when it comes to the getaway, it's the whole thing is unique. You know, from the lodging to the activities to the 500 acres. Um, and I- I'm wondering, other than maybe going to some, like, sec- secluded place in the Caribbean is there another place you guys can think of that's similar you know it doesn't even have to be like nature Minnesota but in the whole wide world you've you've been that that has the same type of feel I've got into a few places out west when you get out into the mountains mm-hmm. um, but yeah locally no uh, in in Minnesota like there, I, you, you don't you don't get a lot of opportunity to get out mm-hmm. and away from everybody and have that kind of you know, singularity. Like there's 520 acres. There's not a busy road sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're out there and it's you and nature. I mean, it, or it's you and the hot tub. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to choose that, but um, it's a cool place. And there's not a lot out there like it. Right. Not, not as far as, you know, rentals go or wedding venues go or corporate retreats go. Yep. Um, or even, even places that you could buy, right? Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't go out there and I couldn't buy land or uh, a how existing house that matches even half of what you guys have not that's not a, a not a chance that's what makes it special is the fact that it's five miles west of gull lake you know and it's got 520 acres on one parcel with some amazing structures already on it i mean it's not just field land i mean there's 250 to 300 acres of maples and oaks you know, spread along a hillside, you know, and then you got like some low land and then Corey Brook, you got the Corey Brook. I mean, it's just uh, kind of to talk to the point of uh, what it could be or what it is compared to what it, um, you know, what else there is out there. Um, It's, you know, it's the same size as Grandview when you take the footprint of it, Mm -hmm. but we're starting into then like kind of the new, the new age, like you say, where, where people have these things that they like the glamping, they like the treehouse. So now we're able to almost start uh, from scratch, uh, like a resort that has those unique experiences instead of just packed in lodging or small old cabins. So not saying we won't have some cabins out there also, but they're, it's going to have some of like the updated features of it. So, yeah. Um, I wonder what your guys is, or what the reaction was when you had the open house out there. Because like we've all said, we've driven past this place 
numerous times throughout the years. Um, you guys had that, you know, little get together. And what was uh, what, when people finally could go into there? What were the, what were their reactions? I think both of us were too busy uh, working yeah. to really get <laughs> people's reactions. I, I mean, I ran the uh, the smoker out there on the on the patio for which is pretty impressive in itself. Six or seven <laughs> hours, and then uh, Jer was running Sherp tours, and when he stopped doing Sherp tours, I jumped in the Sherp, and he took care of the the smoker. So, which uh, we were smoking, which we were smoking like 25, 30 hours before that. So yeah. we uh, <laughs> it was it was continuous uh, to get it all done. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys got a taste of what the work's going to be like. That exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. It was just—it was, was funny how it all unfolded because I—I I had saw that the property went pending, I'm like oh wow somebody bought it, and then I started to hear rumors of what people were going to do with it and uh, or what you guys were going to do with it, and then it was like a because you guys did the open house on like a Sunday, yeah right? yeah so it was probably like Saturday afternoon I see this like open house out there and I'm like yeah yeah I, <laughs> no I, and I hit interested I was like yeah I want to go see this thing and I didn't really pay attention to it, um, but I was just like I'm going to go to that thing. I never looked at when it was or what the plan <laughs> yeah. was. I didn't look at any of that. And then the next day, I had two of my agents were out there. They went to it, and they're texting me, and they're like, dude, why aren't you out here? You should be here. Did you hear about this? Do you know what's going on? And it was like a dream. Like, mm-hmm. I had all these, like, emotions, like, holy hell, this thing is amazing, and they're doing all these things. And then they start telling me who it is. I was like, oh, my God, I know them, and <laughs> I know who they are, and oh, my God. And I've, like... Yeah, it was crazy. So even to go back further than that, it, like it was. It was because um, when it hit the market about a year ago, I, I remember the first person I called was Colton. I said, we need to find out who did this because I want to go do a fly through like that plain and simple. I want to I want to bring the drones inside that place. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, and then we found it with somebody really from the cities. I think that initially had it listed or something. Right. And then um time time passes and i saw the open house i'm like oh that'd be really cool maybe we'll go out there i think i was talking to isaiah actually and he's like let's go out there like okay no clue you guys are the owners at this point that's when colton said the next day we're we're talking i said did you go out to the getaway and he goes no i I know brandon was out there and uh, whoever john John. John. and uh he goes you know who owns it though right (laughs) he's like i'm like no he's like joby and jeremiah i'm like I spit water out of my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, shut up. And I'm going to bleep this right here. Shut the f*** up. Because, like, <laughs> because it's all been, and, and since that day, like literally, I texted Jared, call me. <laughs> and, and he called me. <laughs> and it was like. And it's been a great decision on my part. Well, thank you. It's yeah. been a ton of help. And thank you. Like, yeah. Encouraging and everything else. Uh, we kept it really like as low key as possible and under wraps. Not because we wanted to. We wanted to be kind of pre like talking about this and be working towards it. But I mean, it's two guys from Pequot Lakes high school trying to get a big deal put together for us. So mm-hmm. it was down to the last half a day still putting like our, like our money together and our deal together. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was right down the wire. I mean, appraisals, you know, just all the things that happen, you know, leading up to it. Nothing ever gets done on time. Right. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not if it's out of your control. No. It's there, there was one point we looked at each other when we we're sitting in the bank. Oh God, it was hilarious. I mean, she's, you know, we're we're sitting there talking. I mean, we had a fair amount of money to come up with, and she's like, "Well, your earnest money doesn't count court towards the down payment that we're talking about." And it was a substantial amount of money, and we're just like, 
Oh, yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're good. We got yeah, it. We're, good. We're, we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your I'm, line was I lied to get in. I'm going to lie to close. <laughs> I'm going to lie at least to that day. Like I said, to that day, the last bit was thrown in there at like 4.30 yeah. on Wednesday. We were closing at 9 Thursday morning. Yeah. The last money that I put in there to like prove the fact that the funds were there <laughs> was 30 minutes before they closed. <laughs> 30 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I got it. Oh, <laughs> it's you know what though, like, like I said earlier, you're gonna look back and laugh like we are now, and it's it's awesome. It's it's it really is. It's still surreal to me, and I'm not even one of the owners. And it's it's really crazy, and it's awesome that you guys are doing this. And we went back and forth for from the beginning. Investors, no investors, bank, you know, all this stuff. And I don't know, I think it's a you know, big achievement to not do it with a list of 50 investors mm-hmm. or one investor or any of them to be breathing down our neck all the time about like this decision or that decision or getting them their money or their cut. Like we don't have to worry about that at this point. Not saying that we couldn't in the future, but like at this point we were able to get it done and put together and not have that extra to deal with, yep. which... I don't know, it's, it's yeah. like nice and reassuring, you know. Yeah, yeah that was a big deal for for certain. But that's not to say we're not looking for community support. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think. Come uh, rent it out. Your kids need to get married. Let's go. <laughs> I loved uh, Jeremiah's idea the other day when he said, you know what, why don't we just have a full movie set come out here, you know, and just have a full <laughs> motion production out here because that would that'd pay for a lot of it right there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Seriously, what better property to it, do there that, isn't, right? Like 100% there isn't. You, you look at... Uh, you know, Polaris is one, but a lot of truck companies will go up to uh, uh, International Falls. Yeah, and, they got the and, course up there. Yeah, and they'll, yeah. they'll get their winter, their video shoot of testing the property or testing the vehicles on the property. We may have. You a, guys have that. You guys have, have a, a property where you could, you know, throw snowmobiles out there or throw even fat tire bikes and mm-hmm. and, and test them out. Like, you, well, you guys have they're, they're side by sides and stuff. As for, for sure, the mudding ones, mm-hmm. I mean, we're building a mud course for a Sherp. So if they want to go bury there and run their their, like side-by-sides through some mud and like show them off, like we'll have a place for it to happen. Yep. Yeah. Let's hope there's something sooner than later. I have a good feeling about something. So Um, should we see how smart these guys are? Yeah, let's roll with it. I think we should test them. (laughs) I think we should test them on their local knowledge here. Let's do it. Um, I've been getting a little bit of uh, shit from Colton here on my lack of localness. So we're going to we're going to We've been to Wisconsin. Uh, Oh, yeah, you know, whatever. (laughs) Okay, guys. So this is how local are you? And I just put put together a few questions for everybody. I'm going to ask all of you guys. I'm the only one who knows questions and answers. Uh, If you know it. Actually, if you don't know it either, I just need an answer from you. So. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're going to answer it. If you don't know it, get creative. <laughs> you know, <fun> one. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go back in time a little bit and uh, talk a little bit about events and a little bit about Pequot. But first question is, what year was the first St. Patrick's Day parade in Cross Lake? Maybe Colton should start. You're the Cross Lake boy here. Can I have a clue? That, that's, can I text a friend? Yeah. <laughs> that is, that is, that is, no. I'll, just, I'll just throw one out there. We'll go 98. Okay. I think, I think you're close. I was going to go back to the 80s. I'm saying 84. Okay. The year I was born. Let's go 1990. 1990. 
so young. My sister's been putting this on. She's been the coordinator for the last like, five <laughs> or six years. So you don't want her to listen to this part. Yeah, yeah Laura, <laughs> plug your ears. Um, I don't know. I think, I think you're close. Maybe, I'm going to go with 1995. All right, 20 years back, 1975 was the oh, first wow. St. Wow. Patrick's Day parade. Well, it is, the biggest, it is the biggest in the state, is it not? <laughs> I think St. Yeah, Paul probably has it. That's, yeah, St. Paul's the first. That's second. unbelievable. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I mean, I wish we could have it. The last two plus. years, that really hasn't happened, right? Yeah, do we have that even? So? Yeah. No. No, it it's been two years. With it's yeah. been two years. Two years yeah. off. Yeah. So last, now did it start again? Yeah, last year they shifted <laughs> and did like a bunch of other events. and yeah. I've been joking, but this year, even if it doesn't happen... We're making a float. We're just going to drive, drive back and, back and, back and, and forth. forth. <laughs> We're just going to do our own thing. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. Oh, question right. one fail. Question yeah. one fail. Yeah. All right. We're going to stay along the same vein for question two. Wait, wait, that yeah. makes us more local that we don't know anything, <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how old? 50 years? How long? 1975. 1975. So. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, 46 years. All right. This one may be a little more attainable here. Uh, what year was the first JC's ice fishing extravaganza? I need to just do my... Okay, account. he needs to count on his fingers. Yep. 87. Okay. You weren't parking cars in 1987, were no, you? but I know it was before. <laughs> I mean, it was going on before I was parking. 19... Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to go with 1990. Okay. Again, sorry. But yeah. 1989. 1989. Are you 1989. Googling over there? No. Yeah, I was, no, I was no, looking at him going. I'm getting people sending me buck pictures from... Congrats. <laughs> Two blocks of my house. And oh, yeah. A little angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going 89. 89? Yep. 85. Well, I got to go 1990 then. Okay. $1, Bob. No. 91. Oh. <laughs> I just remember yep. <laughs> when, we, when we were out there, it was like the 30th or 31st or 20th, whatever. Yeah. All right. Next one is, what was the name of the raceway before it was changed to BIR in 1973? I do. How old do you think we are? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them answer. I do know only for one reason. James. You know all these facts. I was wrong last time I said I knew it, but I do know this Because <laughs> uh, it's just my awesome relationship with them. I just know that. Gotcha. Yeah. You just know people. I'm going to go with uh, Brainerd Racetrack. Brainerd Racetrack, okay. Brainerd Drag Strip, maybe? No, Racetrack. Racetrack, okay. <laughs> Not. Close to what it is now. <laughs> I, we'll go with TLC. Okay. <laughs> it was called. I'm gonna go s- strip and drag. Oh, that's, I, I like that better. <laughs> it was known as Donnybrook. The Donnybrook Speedway yes. is correct. Nice job, Jacob. Thanks. I, I don't. <laughs> it's only because the dude down the road created a sign for them, and I said, "What the hell is that?" And he goes, "It was BIR before BIR." I'm like, "Oh." Don't they reference Donnybrook in Letter Letter Kenny? Kenny? Yeah, it's 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 the form of a uh, like a brawl. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. They call it the Donnybrook. Makes sense. Makes that, sense with yep. the zoo. They say, t- have, have a tilly time. There you go. Tarp yep. off, boys. Have a Donnybrook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, what was the first year for the Nisswa lighting celebration? City of Lights. This isn't the Pequot That's a great local. question. I'm, I'm going 84. Okay. Um, Colton's on a calculator. 2004. 2004. Okay, okay. We were 20 years off in another one. <laughs> 89? 89. I'm going to go way old, Bob. I'm going to go, uh, what is 1969? Jacob, shut up. 
Uh, you were closest. 80, 81 was the first. 81. Yeah, I'm pointing on a podcast, Jubby. Nice, <laughs> nice job. He's 84. <laughs> All right, last one. This one is Pequot. Um, yes. You guys probably may or may not know it. I put a lot of words in I here for you. I should have gone this I was sucked at history class. I told you at the beginning that I was going to suck at this. All right. Uh, what is the name of the 1975 Pequot Lakes High School alumni who served on the U.S. House of Representatives and president of the University of Colorado and 12th president of University of North Dakota. Oh, I do know this thing. Can you repeat the question, Bob? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, Bob. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> it is a sentence. Oh. What is the name of the 1975 Pequot Lakes High School alumni who served on the U.S. House of Representatives, president of the University of Colorado, and 12th president of University of North Dakota? God, my parents graduated in 76, so I feel like I should know this. What was going with Donnie Walleen? <laughs> is, it, is that pre or post Wheaties? <laughs> Never know. <laughs> um, yeah, Colton, I'll give it to you. I do know this one. No, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. So, Mark, Mister, Mister, Representative Mark Kennedy. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. I would have. I would have. I would have. If you put those up next to each other, though, I would have probably gone with Walleen as well. <laughs> Wheaties, cornflakes. You just you choose your Walleen on this one. I think the year the year in graduating from Pequot thing is what threw me off. If you would have just asked what the Colorado thing threw well, me off right away, but I didn't know the UND. Part. Yeah. Well, I added it in to help. Help. But oh, thanks. Yeah, I didn't. You, you didn't add the one question. Wait, I'm I'm gonna add okay. a, ask it now. Is there a bonus whatever. question? There yeah, there's a bonus I can't question. Answer so, um, what year did Pequot Lakes Patriots come about? Do you remember that assembly? I maybe I maybe remember that assembly. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what Pre did you do? Preston Ray got up and rambled for Almost starter jackets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh she, yeah, I was in. Uh, I was in fifth or sixth grade, so it would have been math is hard. Yeah, um, You're the math guy, right? <laughs> Don't ask us. Yeah. Yeah, no. It would have been. It would have been mid nineties. It would have been like nineteen ninety four. Jerry, you I think, and it was, I, I think it was a little bit older than that. It was ninety ninety six. I think close to the year. Ninety seven is what's sticking out in my yeah, head. Was, I don't know. I that. think it's ninety seven. We were playing some Nintendo during those days. We were. Aladdin. Yeah. Aladdin. You're playing Jacob, some Aladdin? Jacob yeah. was like an Aladdin king. You would never yes. get off of the Aladdin. He yes. showed you the world. I would never get, the off the <laughs> <laughs> get off of the Jasmine. He was the Prince of Thieves. <laughs> he had his monkey. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I thought Canadians didn't like the outside or something when we first came here. You like only wanted to play Super Nintendo. Okay, I mean, we happens, need a story. So You're Canadian. I am. Yes. Down. Yeah. Problems. Part Canadian. Yeah, we need a story about Canadian Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacob and his mom and his little brother moved here from Canada. Yep. And then I babysat them, <laughs> so Jacob wouldn't do anything but play Aladdin. That's, That's it. true. Except All for Saturdays long. when there was good cartoons on. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wasn't there that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took that day off. <laughs> oh, Answer? Man. 97, right? Yes, 97. Yep, 97. I had to look it up right before you guys got here, but... And we had a phone with friends. There was a lot, of, there was a did lot of schools. There was a lot of schools that went through that transition that same year, right? Yep. Like Brainerd, I think, did the same exact year, or maybe a year no, later. No, they were quite a while. They, they were, were quite a while. They, they held out Warriors, I think, on... 
I mean, are they not still the Warriors? Yeah, they still the Warriors? I think no, they, but they had to like change their mascot or something. It was a couple a, years later, but they yeah. stuck with the Warriors. They said we're not changing the Warriors because Warriors are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is is the Indian still in the middle gym at, at the high school? We were talking about that. Is it? I Sam so, said yeah. it is. Or the yeah. big gym. Yeah. Big gym. Yeah, what but it's the not the big gym former anymore. big gym. Yeah, now yeah. that's the middle school gym. That's the middle school gym. Yeah, dude, yep. And the other one's the cafeteria. Crazy now. Yeah. Have you guys been there since makes all the gyms have been? I suppose yeah. you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going yeah. right after this. My yeah. daughter's playing basketball. Yeah, she's got basketball practice for <laughs> three hours. She's in fifth grade. Really? We got three, three hours? hours? Well, after. They've got they've got community ed basketball and then traveling <laughs> basketball. She's only in fifth grade. This is a good segue. This is a good segue about young Jacob as well. If it was my kid, she'd be lying to me. Joby's like you know a little different. Joby, we were out there the other day, and Joby's I can hear him yelling at his daughter. All right, left hand now, and that just like was PTSD for me because Joby also coached me in basketball when I had some sick yellow glasses. That's always wore the yellow glasses. No. Yeah. Coaching Jacob, I can't imagine. Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> I was like four foot three at that point. <laughs> I don't even remember why I was coaching. Like, yeah, especially <laughs> basketball. Yeah, because yeah. you're not good at that. No. Well, and oh, I only that? played for so long. Yeah, me either. I was just good with, you know, yeah. teaching. He, teaching. He's good with teaching. He's good with the special yeah, I mean, ed kids. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> got yellow glasses. Go on this side. <laughs> you're going on Joby's team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. It made me pretty proud to be a partner with Joby the other day when we were all out there shooting. Yep. Like he was breaking down and instructing like <laughs> everybody yep. to a T on how to like shoot, which was awesome. I was really so proud. you're the Jacob of Joby's current team. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. What I heard. Yeah. And I just noticed that there's a 50 AE casing this sitting up here yeah, on the this shelf. This is it. It the went one, in my sweatshirt. The one time Jacob earned his man card. Right there. Oh, he's going to hang on to that. He's going to be out forever. Put on a necklace. Yeah, yep. I was going to say, he's going to put some chain through it's, this thing. I forgot. I'm glad <laughs> the, you noticed the, that. There was he's going to lose There it was some heavy suspect. pressure on him that day because... Uh, uh, Fluxy's girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend. Yep. Yeah, she started off shooting everything. She was, she was doing pretty darn good. And I'm like, good. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. And then yeah. you're like, this is the funny part because you're like, it, it's going to have some kick. You know, this is the Desert Eagle. We, I guess I did try the smaller one at first. Yeah. Um, then it did have some kick, but then Jerry's like, all right, I guess I'll try. And it's like one arm, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Joby, Joby showed me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you did. And, but to get real for a second, is that something you're going to offer? Because you did know what you were talking about. You knew how to teach people, you know, what stance. You're like, are you cross shot? And I'm like, I don't know. No, but. cross shot. He's left eye dominant, so he's got a pistol that he's reaching across his body. He's right handed, but he uses yeah. his left eye to aim. So it, you were deaf. I definitely knew before you pulled the trigger that you were getting hit in the face with that brass. Well, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. But you had glasses on, so we were yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. And, a, and a bill of a hat. Yeah, so. yeah. That was funny. Yeah. So, no. So is the brass? Is but, the casing that hit you not the? That's the one. Yeah. No, but gotcha. not. Earlier not, you not said the, up and not the, the gun. The no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it was the case. Gotcha. But, but to answer that question, yes. Uh, we will def- definitely offer uh, some shooting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that's been my background for the last 14 years. I've spent a lot of time in the firearms industry, and I love mm-hmm. it. I yep. mean, I've got the coolest job in the world. Mm-hmm. You know. Two of them. 
Two of them, yeah. Yeah. I love mowing grass. I can't, I can't imagine. <laughs> Thank God for winter. I own, I own this grass. Yeah. <laughs> this is the I dream. I don't even mow my own lawn. This is the dream they told me about. Yeah, <laughs> you should hear about all the random stuff. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this and uh, <laughs> we're do this and this. And he just looks at me like, yeah. He just pictures sharpening mower blades. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jer always says, you know, I'm the smart one. He looks at me and starts talking about stuff that we're going to do out at the, get the getaway. And I'm just like, uh, don't try to explain it. Just <laughs> just show it. me how to do it, and I'll, yeah. I'll help you. Just, just tell me what to do. I've got no idea what – I mean, we were plumbing water into one of the buildings. And he's like, this is the plan. I was like, don't tell me. Just show me. <laughs> I it, it didn't go exactly as planned. We had to just modify us. Uh, but there we didn't go. get it done. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Yeah. Well – the hole didn't cave in on you, and so I counted it as a win. It was OSHA approved. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of her. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I know the next time we do this, it's definitely going to have to be out there. Um, and I, I, um, before we, we do sign off here, people can find you guys on Facebook at The Getaway, right? The Getaway MN? I believe that's the yep. one. Um, Instagram. The Getaway MN. There's a couple underscores there. Yep. Between the Getaway and yep. Getaway MN. The Getaway MN. on Highway One is the Facebook. One. Is oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we'll be and we'll be launching the website here shortly. We're getting that up and running uh, slowly but surely. We're tackling all the different things that we should have been doing be before the sale, except yes. that we didn't think it was going through. Well, we, did, <laughs> right. we did not think it was going through, but yeah. we we didn't think it was going through. <laughs> And it so is on VRBO, right? It is on VRBO, right? Okay, so yeah, so, so if you want to rent it for three nights and have your family out there partying it up, doing yep. everything you want. Go well, for it. Thanksgiving, yes. Christmas, yep. New Year's—like it's a, it's a crazy opportunity. It sleeps seventeen people in beds. Yep. I mean, it's a, uh, it's cool. I and mean, it is ready to a, go. It's a wonderful place for a family to rent out and stay. And the hot tub is up and running for the for the winter months. Not the so, pool. not the pool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know the hot tub was a big. You were working on that for a couple of days right off the bat there, and yeah, glad that was a plus. Got to learn a few things. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. And so the smoker also is working out there. So that whole back patio area, other than the pool, pretty much everything else is going. Then right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So there's the uh, that outdoor. It's like a, they call it an outdoor kitchen. It's a it's a grill. It's a refrigerator. It's got running water. Uh, we shut the water down for the winter, but the yeah, everything everything's running out there. Sweet. Yep. It's, it's awesome. We're not capping in that, like, 20 people. Like, mm -hmm. if you want to sleep 25, 26 people there on, like, there's air room. mattresses. And, I mean, there's, there's, room. there's room. There's tons of, like, yeah. open rooms. So it's not, it's not like if you have a family of, like, 25 that you can't make it work if you, if you want to. And comfortably. Um, I mean, now, at some point, you know, having 50 people out there will eventually start to charge you more because right. – we don't really want gotta to make money throwing it. Well, we don't want to be, <laughs> we don't want people throwing just massive, yeah, huge right? There. Exactly. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's not the intent for it. It's meant right. for like a family or for some sort of reason. Yep. Like people that are there are kind of staying there. Yep. Um, we didn't really mention this either. The shed has a playroom above it as well. Um, which hopefully by next week, if we get our act together here at blaze air, we can get some of these videos out for people to see this stuff. That's a plus for the kids as well. That's such a cool spot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's a, such a killer spot, and that's yeah. why we just plumb water into that building to upgrade that building. But we didn't even talk about our t 
time with Blaze Air out there. Well, I appreciate it. Oh, that was amazing. I mean, uh, yeah, Fluxy. Jacob, Jacob loves this. He, he gives me shit every week. <laughs> Fluxy flying that drone. I mean, he flew it through the Sherp. He flew it under the Sherp while it was moving. He flew mm. it through the... Uh, the loft of that barn through the play area while my kids were up there playing foosball. He flew it right between them, and they didn't even notice him coming. Like, he just zipped through there, and the video is crazy. I mean, in through the house, um, out windows, indoors, uh, just it's, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, we, and then, yeah, go ahead. It's fun to watch him. And yeah, then he hit, crazy. so, I mean, we went out, and then we went in and hit the trail, and mm-hmm. he zips out, um, Zips down the trail, zips back the trail, and this is his race one, and we got to talking to him about it, 135 miles an hour. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, And he does that from zero to 135 in about a second. Yep. Uh, yeah, zipping through. Like, he hit the gas on that thing when we are out in the middle of the trail yeah. and zipped through the canopy, clipped a few trees on the way down, on the way up, but it didn't matter. Like, he zipped it up, and then he just dive bomb back in and then right back down the trail. And all the the video that he shot around the uh, obstacle course, so we we geared up and we put on our fatigues and strapped on our boots and uh, went out there in full gear, you know, died essentially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he flew around <laughs> under all the obstacles, up the obstacles, and man, just so cool. It was awesome to have you guys. Yeah. And the the view, like you can walk up to this place and it's like wow, but once you get above it and you see it from above and it's just an unbelievable yeah it's almost surreal like Mm -hmm. one person actually has all this stuff put into a property and it's just cool i mean it's so much you can't even see it all with a drone right you can't even see a eighth of it probably with a drone you know yeah we saw the the main parts and no i mean fluxy's fluxy's fun sam and i are lucky to have him on the team and colton and isaiah and the woods to water crew has seen what he he can do as well and it's it's fun and it's unique and it's I mean, there isn't a better spot than I can say this in front of Colton. I mean, there's a spot I, we all picture in mind for the woods to water where where we had a, one of our FPV guys, Nurk, the other dude I wanted to come out. But the getaway is the perfect spot for, for something like that. You know, for sure. A, yeah, so. yeah, I think it, going back to where we started this conversation, it it's an all-encompassing look of what this area has to offer, right? Like down to like luxury meets woods, meets golf courses, meets – everything else in between like yeah it has it all and we're gonna have drone races out there hopefully someday <laughs> and for sure ride-alongs that we were talking about like we'll bring oh, the yeah. goggles out there that yeah. could be part oh, of our corporate retreat yeah you know, yeah bring a corporate awesome. group out there yeah and, that's awesome so no um yeah you'll have to be out i know i told them yeah about definitely the, want to the, get out there and see it yeah and uh yeah it's so much we could talk like i said well i'm sure we'll talk to you guys again in a few months you know once we see how the winter is going with you guys and stuff like that and um yeah, I mean, congrats. It's been awesome just in the few times I've been out there, and I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on, and appreciate hearing everything, and I'm sure uh, all of our listeners are really going to appreciate getting kind of the inside look on your guys' journey to, to acquire this, this massive facility, and I'm um, excited to see what you guys do in the future, and hopefully uh, next time is out there at the getaway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks for having us on. I will throw out our website. Just in case I get it up in the next couple of days. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, don't go there yet. But. Uh, the getaway at BrainerdLakesArea.com. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. And we will, I mean, when that is up, if it isn't in the next couple of days, you know, we will hyperlink it into a lot sure. of this as well and when we post stuff. So, um, yeah. Um, 
Facebook, Instagram, the website. Um, you know, I'm, we've, we've been going nuts on our blazer stuff about it too. So you'll find it in a lot of people on Facebook from the, the day out at the open house as well. You know, we're posting about it. So, um, any questions, you know, Joby, Gorgas, Jeremiah Duvall, you know, local, I'm sure you can contact them as well. So.